0: Hey everybody, how is it going? This is Sam and I'm back with another episode of The Adventures of Me and My Beret. Um, Excuse me if my voice today is a little bit hoarse and it's been a little bit scratchy. Um, I think it's not so much the, the throat, but it's my heart and my mood that's not been... In the best place and that's just i think is reflected in my voice today <clears throat> so apologies in advance if you are hearing this rusty kind of voice it's all because it's just there's a lot going on in my life right now and my voice is just a one of the parts of whatever has been going on you know um to give a little context um I first of all thanks so much guys for you guys who have been hearing my podcast I know it's not a lot of people right now and you know I at times I just feel very discouraged to share anything at all but I feel like I'm just speaking into space you know that it doesn't matter and nobody is really hearing anything or that my messages whatever I'm trying to say has you know it hasn't gone too far but then if I stop doing that I think I'd never ever get where I'm supposed to and I always have this regret that I never even tried and so I just want to be consistent with this thing, you know, because it doesn't require that much effort. I'm literally just not even here with the script. I'm sharing whatever I want to share and also hoping that it offers some kind of Um, value to you guys, to listeners, and, you know, maybe add some perspective. I don't know how much of this is helping, and I definitely want to improve and have more help going forth, but it's just that I feel like just speaking about these things and letting people know that you're not alone in whatever you go through is really essential, and I sometimes, I just listen to people's experiences. I like doing that, and just listening to them makes me feel like whatever they are going through and whatever I, you know, find... relevant with them is not the only thing that I've been through. And it's just like, it's more universal. It becomes that your problems are not just your own, but it's going around in the world and a lot of other people are facing it. You know, you just feel like you're not alone, basically, in in more simpler words. So having said that, I just want to tell you guys what's been going on um, in the past couple of weeks that I've um, recorded my previous episode and you know whatever happened in between that so I just have a really heavy heart while I'm recording this and I'm I just want to make sure that I don't cry while I record and I just don't want to do that because I don't want to you know you guys whoever are listening to this like I don't want you to cry listening to me it's just not appropriate <laughs> it wouldn't be a pleasant thing like to hear someone cry on on a podcast. I'm sure you didn't sign up for that. But so I'm just I, I'll try not to do that. But it's just been difficult for me. I just go in and out of these sudden mood swings, of, you know, feeling like breaking down and, you know, it's just been a struggle to just keep up with my mood. So finally speaking of the context um so last Tuesday um I got a message from my cousin that my grandfather had passed away and it's just been really hard from there you know um so it was like a Tuesday morning I was getting ready to work and as usual I was starting like with a cup of green tea and I was you know getting ready to get set for the day um so then I received like a so we have a group chat on messenger with my my sister who's also here in the U.S. she's in Texas right now she recently came here um so and we have a group chat with my cousin and um so we are connected through that and then suddenly I get this weird message like the messages that I get from usually early in the morning would either be from either my dad or like my mother or like someone someone from the family like you know as usual but this time it was from a very cryptic I felt like it was from my cousin I get this message on messenger and she suddenly she's like mentioning us on um messenger like calling our attention basically me and my sister's attention um I don't I my sister usually wakes up really late and I think she wasn't fully awake uh then but I was already up and I I get up really early in the morning my morning starts pretty early like six in the morning so I was already up and then she sent that text I think around seven so i whenever like as soon as she sent that message and i saw it on my phone i didn't like open it like i saw it from the notification that red notification thing and um i was already freaking out for some reason like i oh my god sorry there's a big truck going in i just let that go Bye. Okay. Sorry. I don't have a great microphone set up. Like I don't have a podcast set up here in my house. So I don't just very low production. Anyway. Um, so when I saw that messages from my, from my red notification, I was already like, for some reason I was freaking out and I had this urge to reach out to my grandfather of all the people. Like, I don't know why for some reason I just felt like something was up. And I didn't even open that message, and she was like, she started to call us in the in the group group uh, group chat, and I didn't receive it. I just I saw it, I saw the call coming, and I I was very hesitant to pick it up. So I just you know I just let it um, go, and my, my me and my grandfather like he he was eighty three years old, and he was still using a phone like he had learned how to text because we are all here so he had learned how to text and you know call and he could do the minimal um things with the technology he was like getting a hang of it and he was using it very nicely actually and then I so we we usually chat through the messenger and I you know send him e- messages from there so I I just sent him a message like just to check messages like hey how are you um and then, like, the message was delivered, which made me feel a little bit better. But he, he hadn't seen it. So sometimes, like, my grandfather would usually be very late to respond. Because he wouldn't be hanging out with his phone all the time. Like, he would be doing other stuff. So I thought, like, maybe, okay, I th- I felt like maybe he's fine. Like, maybe I'm overthinking this. He had been sick a couple of weeks before that. And, like, he had been but he had been sicker than that a lot more times before. You know, I just, it was just f- very not expected at all. Um. So the group chat, like it was just blowing up. My, my cousin was, she was constantly call- calling us. And then I, I just, I didn't pick it up for some, I just didn't have the guts to pick it up as if I already knew what was going on and I just didn't want to hear it so when I didn't pick it up I just I decided to just send her a message because I felt like something was off you know I felt something was wrong so I sent her a chat and I asked her like hey what's up I don't I can't pick it pick up right now and then she's like she sends a message back and she's like um grandpa wasn't feeling well so he was taken to the hospital, and then I was like, oh, okay, is everything good now? And then she responds, saying that, no, he passed away. And I just started crying, and I already knew it before she said it, but those words, like, oh my god, I'm so sorry, my voice is shaking, but I I promise not to cry. Um, So it was, like, really difficult just to take that in, and then just came galore of like, you know, I've been just crying since then, and it just, I feel like it would be better, it has definitely gotten <clears throat> better from the first two days, I think the first two days were the most terrible for me, I couldn't focus on my work, and so funny that I, you know, when you live like miles apart, miles away from your family, and that you can be there, and you know, to go through that grief, and that that sorrow and together it just feels so weird because you're here and you're like on a different time zone on a different place and you know you don't even it's just not there like you know it's not in front of you it's so weird to know that someone close to you has passed away and not being able to be there I was like everything started flashing before my eyes like the time that I've spent with him and my, I don't think I've ever mentioned anything about my family here, but um, I was super close to my grandfather. I think he had been, he was the, I'm so sorry guys, I just feel like, oh, why am I even doing this? Anyway, sorry. Um, he had been more like a father figure to me. And not just that, like he had been my friend, he had been my mother at times when he, when, you know, um, if needed. And he had been my friend, he had been my teacher, he had been everything that I ever needed. I think he, he was my entire childhood. I don't think there is one fond memory that doesn't include my grandfather, because it's just like, we spent so much time together. And I don't, I just, half of my life is with him. And I think we kind of grew apart, like in between, because I was like, you know, I was getting old, and then I came here, then there was this huge barrier, and one thing that I really regret now is that I didn't reach out as much as I should have, you know, um, I I did send him texts, um, but it was not as often, like, he would be the one always, like, starting conversation, hey, how how are you, how are things with you, is everything okay, and, you know, just checking on me constantly, and bear with me guys it's just gonna be a little difficult for me to record this i don't know why i decided to do this right now i just i guess i just wanted to let it all out and just needed an outlet so he'd be the one checking constantly and asking like is everything okay you know are you doing okay how's your health and just checking on me as if like he he's still taking care of me when it should have been otherwise and uh, the other way around and not like it should have and i really regret that and it just makes me feel really terrible that the last time that i spoke to him was a month ago when my sister was visiting um town and we were together so we get, we had a group call and then we just you know combined um every all of my family and then we were like just chatting like having a conversation with him mm-hmm. And that was it. Like, and I remember my dad used to constantly tell, like, why well, call call your grandfather and you know, call your grandparents and you know, just why don't you just call them more often? He used to tell that constantly, and I never listened because you know you never think about things like losing someone. Um, it's just never there. Like you know that that's gonna happen, but you're not ever prepared for it. You never be like, no matter if how sick you are, sick they are, or you know whatever uh, things happen after you're old and you know I think you I guess there's never a right time when you are fully prepared and ready to face something like that like losing someone as close to them from your life because it's just like you just feel like it's never gonna happen you know even though you know that it's gonna happen so the same thing happened with me and I didn't I just regret it so much that I didn't call him and and never told him that much he meant god and now that you know it's like he's gone and i can't say these things to him oh my god i just i'm so sorry i promised I, i wouldn't cry and here i am like just starting like tears galore god okay sorry um god, I shouldn't have done this, I I thought I was prepared, but I, I don't think I I am, Um, so I think, I think that's when I realized, like, you know, it's just, it's not that I didn't care, it's just that I just felt like, just didn't have time, or, you know, because there was, like, my, I was working, and then there were so many things that happened, I would just end up calling my sister, because I share pretty much everything with her and you know like you you don't think about things like oh my god I don't know if my grandfather will be there tomorrow I should be calling him today you don't think those kind of stuff and then like my grandparents uh they are pretty old and they they didn't have good hearing abilities so you would literally have to yell (laughs) whenever you speak to them and like my, I have roommates. Always there was a situation when, like, during weekends, and you know, I know these are all like now when I think about it, I feel like these are all just you know, excuses. You know, now I'm I I feel really sad at myself that I didn't do it, and it's so funny because I've the last time that I heard his voice was a month ago, and it just kills me to know that like you I I didn't call him and I didn't reach out and I didn't. You know, ever took the initiative to do that, and I, I just feel how happy he would have been because he used to constantly tell me, like, you just remember me, you know, like sometimes remember me sometimes and call me, give me a call, or you know. And I've, I, it just feels so bad that I didn't do any of that, and it was not on purpose or to not to hurt him or not. It's just like I, I just I'm not a person who really calls anyone, and I really that's a very bad habit of mine, I just, I the person is in my memory constantly, but I just don't reach out, I don't know, I have a problem reaching out to people, so it's all on me, like, that's my, I'm to blame for that, I don't think, you know, I would um, try to make any excuses, because I know that that's one of the habits that I really need to improve, that just reaching out to the loved ones and saying, like, hey, how are you, because you never know what's gonna happen, you know, and I just learned it the hardest way ever. Uh, I wish... He was here so I could tell him, like... So sorry for not ever doing that. Oh, God. For the amount of love that he gave. I don't think I did any of... I don't think I did even half of it. So sorry guys, god, I finally cried, I was like, oh my god, I'm not gonna cry, and here I am, like, walling my eyes out, um, now you know why my voice is shrieking the way it is, because it's just been like this for a couple of days now, um, so I take that on me, like, I take full responsibility for that, and I don't know how long it's gonna, make me feel bad about that you know I don't know anyways my I just hope wherever he is and he's in a better place and I know that I feel like he's still there he's still listening but (sighs) just I wish I could I, I wish I would have done more Speaking of my grandfather, I think he was, he was such a loving person. I don't think I've seen anyone as passionate as him in my life. No one is as passionate as him. I think he was the one very reflective of his emotions. You know, I think none of us in our family are as much as, you know, just... They are not as much as um demonstrative of their love, but my grandfather was very out there. He would be like, he had so much to offer. Like I don't know, he had like so much love to give to people. You know, like to his, especially he was really protective over his children and his grandchildren. And um, so my dad was like his favorite of it. um three of his sons. Uh, we lost our uncle um four years yeah four years now four years back I think um and so like my dad was his favorite of all of the sons and from there and I because I was the eldest of all and I was his favorite grand grandchild (laughs) I know my siblings wouldn't be very happy listening to that but then I was and so it's a thing I I just have so much of memories of him. And I think half of my childhood is made of that, you know. Losing him is like losing a part of my childhood. Which is really sad because my childhood was the best thing in my life ever. Like I don't think any stage of my life really matches up to that childhood happiness. And I don't think it will ever unless like something else happens. I don't know. But you know, right now, I just think of childhood as the best part of my life. And it has just so much of things that still inspire me to this day. And I really look up to it. And just losing him is like losing that part of my childhood, the happiest parts of my my childhood and my life. My grandfather was like, he was just full of love, he was very protective. And it was like his willpower is something that i feel i've inherited i did don't have as much as patience and as much as tolerance as him like he had very high tolerance i think it really increased with his age as well but he was really patient very high willpower very strong mentally and you know he has been through so many things in his life like the toughest of times and through so much shit, like his life has been very difficult and he has stood he has been steady until his last breath. And I'm not even exaggerating when I'm saying that. I know that people tend to speak good of people they love once they are they are not in this earth anymore. But I don't just say that he has constantly been the rock of our family and, you know what like things have gone re in so many ways for so many of us and he's just been there and just like you know said like nothing is impossible you can get through any of anything and he's always been that rock and he somehow just understood whatever i i went through and he could just tell through me and he could just see through me and and he was really biased as well like he was very biased because he loved me and so he was like yeah you're doing you're capable of anything but he just Him just assuring that and just saying that it'll all be right. I you, it wouldn't be anything. He would just say it'll all be good. Like you'll be, you'll be good. You'll be all right. You know, you have and he was a very religious man as well. And he would be like the God is seeing everything and he'll make everything good. And just hearing him, just hearing him and those words of assurance, I just used to feel like ten times lighter of any you know whenever I was in a difficult phase in my life and. Just looking at him and just hearing his words just added so much of strength to my my life and, you know, my myself as well. And he was, he has taught me so freaking much that none of the schools or degrees have ever taught me in my life. I think I've learned so much from him. I swear to God, people who, you know, who have are lucky enough to have known their grandparents or even better like have grown up with them I think it's the best thing ever like I come from a South Asian family so we live in joint families and I've grown up with them so that I feel like that's such a great thing to do and I if I would ever have children I think I would want my children to grow up with their grandparents as well and because they are such essential part of growing up, and you know, you learn so much from them, I don't think you'll ever learn anything from anyone, or anywhere, as much as you learn from your grandparents, because they have, they have, they are history, they have lived through so much, they have so much to offer, and I don't know, like, not out of the children really enjoy it but I've grown up with my grandparents pretty much I think I've spent a significant amount of my life with them and I I didn't like my parents as much as much as I I liked my grandparents because I felt like they were my real guardians or whatever and I, I grew up with their stories and their you know values and everything and and I think so much that I've acquired today and the person that I am today is the contribution of whatever they taught me and the things that they told me. And most of the times they were very positive thoughts. My grandfather always used to tell me like, his values were like, be kind and, you know, share with people and love people more. And he, his attitude was more community and family based and, and not so much self-focused. Like he just wanted his his sense of being was very strongly created by sense of family. And that's what he really admired in his life. And he was very protective over it. And I think he's, he's always instilled values with family values in me. And I've listened to him to an extent, I think, when I grew up, I had different things and attitude towards the things that he said, I didn't necessarily agree with them. But although we were like different, we had different outlook. I was more individualistic, whereas he was more family oriented and his life was more for people around him rather than himself. He was, he didn't need much to be happy. Like he didn't really care about his happiness. He always cared about everyone else's happiness. His, his sons and his grandchildren and people around him He just wanted to see everybody else happy. And that's how he was. And I don't think I'm, like that in any way we were very different but I think so much that he has said and the values that he has given it just comes back you know just the things that he used to tell me his teachings and it just comes back now and then every now and then and it just is in my still so fresh in my brain and my memories and I don't think I'll ever forget them no matter although I would not be never be able to be a person like him I don't think i such good-hearted or I don't think I have such generous heart as I he did but I definitely feel like there are some parts of him that is still with me and it will stay forever anyways um I'm just this podcast is more about I just didn't want to make it more personal but just make it more general like to anyone who's dealing with grief and loss I think you guys know it much better than anyone else how it is I think this is like this feels like a huge void in your life that you didn't know existed because that person is now gone and now that void is there you don't know what to fill that with so me and my dad were talking about this yesterday like my dad was super close to my grandfather like they were constantly you know sharing things he was very close and so he tells me like so for him, it has been more tough because he he was so used to being around my grandfather all the time and just sharing things and telling him. So he, he he told that he had become a part of his routine now and that he has this huge void, not only his in his routine, but in his life to fill. And he, he was like, how would I spend another 30 years of my life? let's say if I live more 30 years, how would I spend it without my father? And I I completely feel that because I think I was not even like, I was not even sharing my day to day with my grandfather, but I knew that he was there and I was maybe taking it for granted. And I didn't know that it would affect me this much. Although I, I kind of knew in a way, because I've always been so close to my grandfather, but I didn't know it would hit me like a huge rock, you know, I just didn't feel like the things that I'm feeling right now would be as intense um, back then. So my dad and I were talking, and we were talking, like he also feels the same way, like he was telling me how there's a huge void that he needs to fill, and he, he doesn't know what to fill it with, and I feel the same way, like I feel like there's a void, and a part of like my childhood, as I said before, a history, a part of my my being, my myself has just, you know, somehow dissolved with my grandfather going from this this planet and from this earth and whatever. So it just feels like it's not there anymore. You know, I feel like a huge sense of loss and and a, a loss that could never be recovered in any sort of way. And I know that time heals everything, and maybe this will be also healed, but I don't know. I just feel like right now, at, at present, speaking of present moment, I just don't feel like that's gonna happen, because I just feel like this huge space, a vacuum, that is... that is. I just don't know what it is, and I just can't do anything that helps, that, that would help it to just you know, disappear or go away. You know, I I just can't think of anything. Like I try to distract myself doing other things and even work doesn't seem fulfilling enough to distract me from, you know, feeling these things and just being sucked up into that feeling and just being hung up on these emotions and just constantly wearing myself out, you know, just playing all those memories back and forth and I just can't. I don't know when I'll get when I'll start moving on. Or I guess you never do. I was listening to this TED talk, I think I don't remember the speaker's name, but it was titled like Dealing with how to deal with grief when someone you loved has, you know, passed on or um I can't even remember the title I'm so sorry guys um however there's there's a TED talk regarding that and the woman I think she lost her husband in a car accident I think and you know I think the deaths like sudden deaths like these would definitely are definitely more hard to process than um more natural deaths and it's just like it's just you're you're not ready for that at all and you know and just that just as sudden news and then that that is just really hard for your brain and your emotional health too I mean how would you ever process something like that like you know you're seeing that person one day you're talking to that person and the next day they are not there anymore like it's it's just too much to even comprehend you know and she was speaking the same thing like she she was I think the woman experienced the same thing like her husband was they were married for a long amount of time, and then her husband one day was like going to work or something, and they like every normal day he just said like, ah, I'll see you later." and then she tells how he never came back and how that emotion or that loss has stayed on with her forever, and how people around her had you know tried to console her, saying that now you it's time to move on or that you have to move on from this and you know find your own life and maybe get married and she talks how that doesn't happen because this this person was a significant part of your life and now that they are not there it's not so easy to just think about yourself and move on and she tells how to like really acknowledge the grief and loss rather than just pushing it away and just telling like oh my god you know this is not helping me so I just need to push that shove that away and just try to distract myself she talks about how just feeling grief and just staying with the loss can sometimes really help you do like just you know be better I guess and she told how you never move on from things like these I guess that's that's the ultimate truth I don't think you ever move on from loss and grief and um you know f- of someone you really loved and it's just hard to just move on like you don't do that it's not a breakup it's not a breakup that you move on from it's just it's a major trauma actually if you think about it and it's really hard to just move on I guess with time you just learn how to live with it and it just gets better as the memories start fading away maybe that's why it helps um but I don't think you ever like completely move on from it or recover from it fully like the way you 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 were maybe one day you'll just come with it in in terms with the fact that they are not there anymore but you learn to cherish whatever memories you've lived with and maybe that will just become a part of your life and other things will fill up fill your time up and your memories up so that you don't dwell into the memory of your lost loved one but i don't think you'll ever like completely heal in a way that you know that you just completely stop thinking about that doesn't ever happen I think it's still there but I think the memories start to fade away and that's what helps you and I don't know how much the hurt helps like my uncle like we weren't like we he was a great person but we we weren't as close as I was with my grandfather and it's still like to this day when I think about it, I feel really sad I feel a sense of weird lost. you know I feel that because he was a family member and I remember all the things that he said and he did I still do that like it's just been what four or five years now that my uncle passed and like I don't think I fully recovered from it yet like I still think of him I still see him in my dreams I still sometimes I like, cry when I you know hear like something that reminds me of him that happens and I don't think this pain now it's like even worse because it's my grandfather and he was the best person that i have ever known in my life and i don't think i'll ever like completely 100% recover from from this pain or this trauma. or i don't know i don't know what will happen i can't tell that for right now but it just feels like the pain is heavier and you know it's i'm not in the best place to tell what is going to happen but i can definitely say that if you are going through you know, similar phase where you just lost lost a loved one or you ever, like, faced grief, I think it's better not to, like, just shove that feeling away, that emotion away, and just to distract yourself, because, you know, it ultimately will come up in some way or the other. I think it's better to just acknowledge them and just be with them, sit with them, and just, like, you know, be feeling them in a way that really would help you, rather than just putting it deep down Somewhere that you, you know, digging it up somewhere that would later just come and haunt you again. I think that's just way worse than not, than just crying and, you know, grieving and mourning the loss. Maybe some people would differ with that idea, but I think for me, this is how I deal with it. And everybody has different ways to deal with loss and grievance. And for me, I think I always think that it's better to just deal with them right away and feel things and just cry it out. And so sorry, that was my reminder for my work to like start working because I don't think I've done that today. So the bottom line here is that whatever you are going through or whatever loss or grief you have been going through, just let it just feel it out like just be with it but when you think that it's really hampering it's starting to hampering your daily life and you you're just not being able to do anything I think that's when you start asking for help maybe just speaking to someone you love would help you or I don't know if you want to get professional help maybe that would affect you if it's just like if you think it's just going too much, like it's, it's been a while, you just can't cope up with the the loss and it's just, you can't move, move on from it. then I think that's when you need to like seek help because I don't know how long it's too long to be grieving. Um, usually when you go through a breakup, people say that, you know, the, the time it's the double, the amount of the time that you went out with the person is the time that you need to the double time is you need to fully recover from the breakup or heartbreak or whatever. But I don't know. <laughs> I think for me it was kind of similar in, when it comes to my previous breakup. But I don't. I don't think it applies to something as losing a loved one because it's way, 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 way more intense and much more difficult. So I think what I see from now is just giving yourself more time to just heal and being patient with yourself is very essential. You can't be like pushing yourself like, oh my God, this is... I was feeling the same thing. I felt like, oh my God, by the... Maybe by a week, I I would be a bit better and maybe I'll start focusing on my work and I can do other things. But no, it it's not happening. Like I'm still in that mode when I just go zone out and I start replaying all the things that happened with my grandfather and I over the years and then I just go back and just keep hanging up on those memories and I just can't for it like seem to let it go and I think it's okay and I was getting mad at myself at one point but I, was, I think it's okay to just be that and I just to, to feel that and to just needing more time I think you These are the things that you can't like push on yourself and be like oh my god I just have two weeks to recover and I I have to back you know I have to be back up. Also saying that I think you should not stop doing things that you you should be doing like taking care of yourself, eating good, sleeping properly. I think these are the things that you still need to do and make sure that you're doing it um I do have like I'm I'm finding it a little bit tough to like have a good sound sleep because I just wake up in the middle of night for some reason and that's and I just suddenly and again like I think about my grandfather and then there's this whole thing again but and but I try my best like to eat and to sleep and I'm doing my best I think um although the memories are there and everything is like still on the same zone I'm not like past the this 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 lost, but I try to just do things on my capacity to just be, you know, that would help me um, recover. And I think that's what is necessary. Like, while you're also mourning, I think it's also important to take care of yourself, which I know sounds very ironical. Like, how would you be taking care of yourself when you're just crying there and just, like, mourning? It's just not possible, but you can do it. I think you can do it. Like, you just need to have those reminders to yourself like oh my god yeah it's like just set up a routine I think that really helps it and I am a person who just like works with routine very well so I think just having that routine like a time to eat and time to sleep is just keeping me a little bit sane you know then otherwise like I don't know where I would be because I need to work and it's so funny because if i would be back home like we i think everybody would be in that same zone like mourning the loss and so i think it just makes your pain a little bit lighter right now just not being there with your family and just to see you know them through whatever they're going through and you're here all alone and you just feel like so weird like you're not there and you still need to go to work you still need to do the things that you're supposed to do you know you still need to keep up with it and It's so funny, like, as expats to face this, that someone you love has, like, is not there anymore. And then you still have, your life still must go on. That's so fucked up in so many ways. But it is what it is. Like, I can't stop my life because of that. And I know that it should go on. And my grandfather was a firm believer of the show must go on because he always... No matter what, like, even he was sick and he was, like, very weak internally, he did the things, he still did the things that he needed to do. I don't think he ever asked for help with anyone. He was such a man of, like, you know, integrity. He never would ever ask for help or never put himself in a situation when he was, like, he was just, he just did everything himself. Like, he was, like, a person who just didn't ask for help which is not a great thing but he just had a habit of doing things on his own and fixing things on his own and no matter like how hard times he went through like he would never let anyone know because he just was this person of very high morals and he was like I I can take care of myself I, I got this kind of attitude you know so I think for me I've really learned from that a lot and I think just keeping that spirit alive my grandfather I'm trying to do that and It's been really tough. I I don't think he would have wanted it any other way because he never wanted to see his loved ones in distress. He hated it so much. So just honoring him and his spirit and wherever he is. I know he's there out there somewhere. Just honoring him. I I know that he wouldn't want us to see in pain and in sadness. And um, I'm still trying to keep going. and doing all the things, I'm still working, and I'm still doing the everyday um things of the life, but it's just, it's just, it's just been hard, you know, I have sudden breakdowns, and I'm, I need to take breaks in between, and just distract myself, but I'm still doing it, and I hope that anyone who's listening, who had been through this, or is going through similar time or experience that I'm really sorry for you I feel for you and I hope you have enough strength and you allow yourself enough grace to go through the situation and I really hope that you'll be able to because we have always been able to go through anything and I think we'll be able to go through anything that life throws at us and even it's something like the loss of a loved one which is the worst thing that can ever happen to anyone I think we'll get past this and there's obviously the grass is greener on the other side and just having that thinking, looking forward to things and just honoring them your loved ones and whatever values they had instilled in you and just moving on and passing it on in your life and just leading it leading the way with those values is, is, I think, is gonna help us, I wouldn't say move on, but recover from the the stress, and the anxiety, and the, the loss, the feeling of loss, and whatever things that we feel, um, yeah, I think, I'm so sorry, I cried in this episode, it was so weird, I just didn't expect it, but I couldn't help myself and I didn't stop myself so I think you shouldn't stop yourself either like cry it out if you feel like you're, you want to cry even if it's in the middle of the road do not care start crying <laughs> as a regards sometimes it's just crying is so liberating but I mean just make sure that you don't do it so much that it really starts affecting you psychologically or emotionally but definitely cry it out because it makes you feel a ton lighter and I know it has definitely done that for me so I definitely encourage that behavior I'm so sorry this is another heavy heavy episode and I just thought it was essential for me to share and just let it all out I think it's also for myself to just put it out there in the world although I've had similar talks with my sister but sometimes it's good to just speak it to like speak it out to the world (laughs) not a lot of people are listening but it just feels good to just let it all out and not having anyone say anything back (laughs) although I love my sister she's a great listener but anyways uh, it's a different experience so thanks so much guys if you have been hanging out until this then I really really appreciate your patience and um, with me and my episode of crying and you know and just hearing me talk through this and thank you so 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 much and I'll be back in the next episode uh, whenever I feel like I don't know when that's gonna be and I hope that it's gonna be a better version or maybe I can just provide a quick update no I don't think I'll do this again anytime soon but maybe later very far far in the future when I'm like like very kind of in a better place than I am right now maybe I can be I'll be able to offer any insights as to how to improve how to deal with you know uh, loss and grievance and everything like that but right now I just maybe I'll talk about something else next time I see you guys so sorry talk to you guys um, thanks so much for listening um, I hope you are doing well wherever you are and um, I hope you guys will come back and thanks so much for Hanging out. Until then, I'll see you next time. Bye.